1: fm to get started
0: what's up everyone we're reuniting with our runaways the pride some aliens and a new mysterious friend or foe we have a lot to unpack on the season three episode one after show of runaways i'm maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn of tv talk now let the buzz begin oh my gosh guys season three we were just here at the beginning of the year covering season two and we are back here on after buzz tv what's up everyone i'm your host ollie and i'm joined by a fantastic amazing panel of my fellow runaways i have shay jones To my left, she is a huge Marvel fan, and she's been hosting with me, Runaways, and various other shows. Shay, how are you doing?
2: I am doing well, guys. We have been rocking for three seasons. That's right. Same panel. Absolutely. With a newbie today, but the same panel. I feel so appreciative about that.
0: Yes. I'm also appreciative of another host that's been hosting with me since season one, Mina Wahab, who is such an amazing host. Thank you. And I see you covering Marvel on the street with (laughs) Hawkeye, (laughs) Captain America. How are you doing tonight? Oh,
3: that was so fun. And your by shirt. The way. Your oh, shirt. yes. I have to represent Marvel's runaways Absolutely. on here. Thank yeah. you for doing that. This being is so exciting. You talk to Hawkeye. Absolutely.
2: What's that? Can you talk to Hawkeye? No, I didn't talk
3: to oh, Hawkeye. I, I, talk. Do, I do pop on the street interviews. So I, I ask people about Marvel, and yes. it's really fun, and talk about prizes. Yeah.
0: And yeah. finally, we do, as Shay spoiled it, we like have, I some- see you doing the y, we have someone word. very special. A newbie. She's not a newbie. I don't like that word. She is a new host with us on Runaways After Show and After Buzz TV. It is Lauren B. Hey, everyone. And I hear you're a huge Marvel fan as well. I am. And you are a huge. You're, I, I overheard you. I was eavesdropping. You're a black panther stan oh right? yeah i love black panther absolutely yes okay well <laughs> i
1: well, should that, do the that, eyes just like <laughs> yeah
0: t'challa <laughs> is bae that's for sure <laughs> but uh killmonger for me though uh, you have t'challa i'll have killmonger just when
2: he died it's
0: a little bit better anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyways thank you guys for being here i'm super super excited we have so much to talk about but before we get into the big topics at hand we got a shout out the chat, right, Shay? is joining, <laughs> she's doing the chat master tonight. We do, we have Ivan Soda in the chat, and we have Nicholas
2: Kelly, and I believe mm-hmm. I saw an extra person in here. We see you, we see we you. We see all you. Logan let, Knight, yeah, yeah Logan so Knight. Let, I was let, like, I know I saw somebody else. Let us
0: know all your thoughts, your theories, your comments, and if you're not tuning in line, that's fine, leave us the comments, in, comments uh, below.
2: Also, no spoilers, guys, we are taking this one episode at a time, that means for the Today we've only seen the first three episodes, yeah. so there are no spoilers allowed. This is no yeah. spoiler zone. Thank you so Let's much. Let's just
0: not get ahead of ourselves. Before that, initial thoughts, y'all. What did you think of episode one, the season premiere? So much happened, and we have a lot to talk about.
2: Oh, my effing God. Exactly. Just <laughs> simple to the point. That's, that's, all, that's how I feel
0: overall. I like it. Very good. I couldn't breathe, that's for sure.
3: Mm -hmm. They just just jumped right in. They did,
0: and I was here for it, though.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what I found so interesting. I didn't feel like it was a premiere episode. It felt like a continuation of what happened last season. Like, it all just fit together. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so interesting, because usually you have a premiere episode, and it feels like all the ends from last season are tied up, and you start fresh. But this was very much like oh no 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 there's still like a lot of chaos going on we're still figuring out our footing and right. I really like that because it felt like we we're still in the journey yeah. as opposed to having like this fancy introduction
0: yeah and I think that was the fancy introduction you brought up was kind of the building the lore building of season one which we right. were here for we loved it but it was like come on run away dude. we want some fights <laughs> it did take and a while that was more it, like, it I did. was like wishing
2: and praying yeah. in
0: season one like
2: why, why are they still here why and have man, they not run away
0: and <laughs> it's so bittersweet but more on that later (laughs) Uh, let's get to our first topic which is this huge kind of conflict of the missing alien son who the Mm. heck is the alien son we kind of already know since we've seen the first three episodes but how are you guys uh, interpretations of how they were kind of teasing
2: wait isn't the third
0: episode anyways (laughs) we've seen the third episode as we stated Shay Um, kind of how they were teasing each and every character because we were thinking okay is it Nico is it Alex is it Gert is it Molly so what were you your guys' theories or thoughts on how they were dealing dealing it with with this particular episode one.
2: The baby death in Mama. That was my theory. Oh
0: okay, that's a good theory. I
3: thought that too actually. Yeah, but I had I really liked the format of it because it felt very much like I don't know if you guys saw Knives Out. Uh, oh my Knives, yeah. yes. so so good. <laughs> Just that concept of having a murder mystery and you know, you're know you eliminating each person as the plot thickens. Mm-hmm. I thought it was such a brilliant way to set up story. I thought it was very organized and then it also was very captivating because you have your own theory of mm-hmm. who it might be yeah. and then you keep going down the list and you're like, oh, so it's not this person. Yeah. Oh wait, is it this person? And you're still not sure. So I really like that. I thought it was set up very creatively and it made a lot of sense for the story. Right. I felt like overall this episode was very well organized. Mm-hmm.
2: I have a question though. This is my question for if everybody else has revealed themselves, like the parents, who they each are specifically, yeah. find out who they are. The mother, daughter, father, cool. How come hasn't seemed like the son wants to come out and play? I
0: feel like he's just like biding well, his time. I will answer. Sorry, were you going to say something? No, I, I'm. I'm thinking. I'm about to agree. Okay. With what you're well, about to cut say. me off if. You, but <laughs> it's kind of like I feel like. There is something that this son is planning, possibly. I know this is getting into predictions, but also there's this topic of kill or be killed. That's something that we, that we, one of the kids said. I think it was Alex. It
2: was Alex, yeah. But
0: um, it's kind of like that is even a tease of like, okay, is Alex, is Alex the son or is Nico the son? Because Nico's agreeing and then Molly's kind of having conflict. So it can't be Molly. So it was literally just kind of like, It was we were on a roller coaster of like who the heck could the son be? And Lauren, you were going to say something.
1: No, I agree with that, and I think with them playing around with this idea, is it the baby that might be the son? Is it Nico? Is it Alex? This left that kind of up in the air, Mm -hmm. so the story had some movement to it. Otherwise, we would have been feeling like we did in season one, run away. (laughs) Okay, now (laughs) he just told us everything. So I think this leaves it for that nice illusion that. I personally thought it was Nico for quite some time mm, and then
0: finally as we learn later
1: you know on. we later
0: yeah and then at uh, on. one point I thought they spilled the beans when it was Gert in this episode we thought it was going to be Gert and how she kind of uh, it wasn't Gert it was to be Zavin <laughs> so I was like what? that threw me for a loop I was like thinking oh no it's not Gert but it was so funny to see Zavin kind of step up and Zavin's a character that was introduced last season and I absolutely loved kind of her dynamic with Molly because Molly's Probably the most emotional character of the Runaways, whereas Zavin's completely emotionless. So, what were you guys' thoughts on their dynamic together? Because Molly's the youngest, and then Zavin's kind of like the oldest yeah. runaway because she's been stuck for what like millennia, as, as she said in some of the one of the episodes that we watched tonight.
2: I don't think their relationship is interesting. But first of all, the actress who plays Zavin, brilliant job. You do your so job good. very, very, very well. Like just expressions on her face, Blank. just. I legit want to learn from you. Like, like, (laughs) as an actress, I'm just, like, I'm so in tune to, like, how you're providing this character. Especially because whether you read the book or not, like, to figure out who Zavin was. Like, if this is who Zavin was in real life, I'm down. But watching, like, I feel like this is what humans do, like, to stretch their arms out. (laughs) And they they embrace. Mm -hmm. I was just, like, that's such a... I think I feel like that's maybe what like people with autism I feel like is one in the sense of like they're not knowing really like how to how, to express, how to express themselves in the way normalization or how we believe being normal is in America. And I I think that was a nice play on that and also I think we learned something from each other at the same time, which I think was a great just zapping your you know you're in, you're in USA, you're in you're in 2019. <laughs> I'm going to need you to realize I need you to smile. I mean, don't smile. Mm-hmm. You keep yourself. But she did what? <laughs> okay. That was not a smile. That was a attack about to happen, okay? That was, I legit felt like she would hurt. Like, she's gonna have, like, things coming out, like, in yeah. a second.
0: What did you guys think of their conversation about, kind of, like, being a soldier and how Zavin is kind of raised and brought up to be emotionless? Because that's how you're gonna get through life through your strength. And, like, and whereas Molly completely kind of disagrees. Or maybe Molly does need kind of be, mm-hmm. keep her emotions within or not be so like, hard on your sleeve and whatnot. So what were your guys' thoughts on that? Because I felt like that was a very poignant discussion.
3: Yeah, I thought that was interesting because uh, Zavin ends up saying, it's not that I don't have emotions, it's just that I learn to uh, keep them to myself myself and internalize it. So it's not that she's, like, some sort of emotionless robot or, like, some sort of, like, Mm -hmm. person who has no human elements at all. She does have it. She just doesn't express it. And I think... It's really similar to, like, you know, in a lot of ways, like, toxic masculinity and what we teach our boys in America. Don't express your emotions. It's not like guys don't have emotions either, but they're taught not to express it. So in a lot of ways, Zavin is, like, what I, in my mind, what I conceptualize to be, like, a white male in America. (laughs) Right, and I feel
0: like we (laughs) also keep in mind that Zavin is a character that is genderless, too. At the same time, Zavin just chose to choose that form because she or she, I say she, but Zavin kind of just chose that form because that's what Zavin thought was appealing when Zavin ran into that form, when she... The lady who was talking about, yes. right.
2: I thought it's an interesting take on compartmentalization for soldiers, like, in the military. I feel Mm. like that's what they have to do to survive. You have to compartmentalize your feelings and take it out of the emotion. Mm -hmm. I mean, take it out of the element. Because if you are just run by emotion, you're more likely easy to make mistakes. Right. Right. And she says Mm -hmm. that, too. Zavin. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love the relationship between Zavin and Molly simply because, as we've stated, Molly is very emotional. Mm -hmm. But Molly is kind of like the character that keeps everybody grounded in their reason. Because sometimes the characters become very emotional in the sense of... I need to get back to this person because they hurt my feelings or whatever like the negative side may be but Molly is always because as we'll find out she stands up for characters that maybe they don't deserve an um Second like a second chance. chance. Right. right. And they apologize, but they have apologized so many times. But Molly has that childlike innocence to her, where her emotions sometimes are misplaced, but at the same time, they still ground the group mm-hmm. in order for everyone not to become so hardened with like, yeah. their parents. So I really like that about their relationship. And not,
0: yeah, no, totally. I love that you say that, because not only is she the physically strongest character, to me, she's also, to me, honestly, I think she's the strongest, one of the strongest Arguably the strongest character because of the fact that she still maintains her innocence through yeah, her youth. Exactly. And I think a lot of us lose our innocence. And I think that's just kind of becoming an adult and losing losing your youth in a sense. So I think that's why she stands out to me out of the pack. And I think that she is just so strong and also very intelligent as we've come to know. like And, love, and fall in love with each and one of these characters. So it really does suck seeing them kind of torn and kind of at odds at each other because of this whole... Uh, alien within one of them so moving on before we move on though we gotta tell you guys. Thank you for letting us be the ESPN of TV talk. It means so much to us <laughs> for three seasons. We're on three seasons. Yeah. It's just been a blast talking about this show, but what you could do for us, right Shay? Right Mina? Right Lauren? <laughs> Give us a five-star review on iTunes because the TVs. others just don't work, and we just love talking about they the show. They were blown
2: up by the fist of guns. Yeah. Don't
0: work. <laughs> the staff of one just kind of like erased it. So yeah. five is the only one. They're
2: concealed. That's why they don't yeah. work.
0: Like, share, subscribe <laughs> to our multiple channels. We'd really appreciate it, and until then, keep talking with us and letting us be the ESPN of TV talk. So, guys, the dream sequences. We opened up with the dream sequences. Yes. Can we just talk about how beautiful they were? Okay, (laughs) some of them them were tragic, but I... Only one was tragic? True. Uh, But still, it was pretty badass. I mean, we're all asking for action and whatnot, so... I absolutely loved, personally, Carolina yes, that is <laughs> and, and Nico's. I know it got a little sour later on, which we'll talk about, but what were your thoughts on this whole, on, on each one of these characters? We had Chase,
2: Carolina, Janet.
0: and Janet, and their kind of g- dream sequences within the algorithm. Yeah. Because it was just, like, it was so refreshing to see them in different settings as well.
2: For I'm going to start with Carolina's because it's... it's favorite first of all that wedding dress can i have that <laughs> i really i really really want it. and i love the fact that in even in her dream wedding sequence mm-hmm. nico was in all black
0: right as she should be i
2: love i love that aspect of it like still saying true to who the, the person is no matter if it's a dream or not mm-hmm. and that dress was fierce
0: that wedding was fierce
2: Everyone was just so cute. I was like, I was so confused while Alex was standing there, though. I was just like, Alex, you know, <laughs> who are you waiting for? It? And then, like, you to Caroline. I'm like, wait, y'all not giving? I'm so like, I didn't help. Yeah, like, it took
3: me a while actually to figure out what was going on. I was like, wait a second, is this not gonna be? Is this... wait? I I kept thinking, so Gert's not gonna end up with. Wait, just, I was so confused. You, right? I was so confused, and then I was like, oh, this is really cute. This is nice. Mm-hmm. And then once I realized, oh, this is like some weird like, purgatory that they're yeah. in, I was like, oh, damn, like, this is really depressing. Yeah, But it was so beautiful cinematically, like, just, like, right? the landscape, the setting, like, the costume design. The budget was... went up, y'all. Yeah, it literally <laughs> did. I felt like I was watching, like, Drew Barrymore's Cinderella.
0: Right. I at like. first, I think it opened up with Chase's dream sequence. Yeah, and I legit, I legit thought that this was kind of, like... Uh, the
2: end of... The like,
0: end, and then, like, it'll go to, like... Three months earlier. Right, <laughs> you know what
2: That's what I was thinking. What do you,
0: you think about all of these dream sequences, Lauren?
1: They were fantastic. Like to open up in that way, and mm-hmm. I seriously had the same thought. I was thought like, "What did we miss?" Did. <laughs> exactly. I was like, "Oh snap!" They got me because I definitely thought we were going mm-hmm. in that type of direction, and then they just
0: totally pulled away. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool to see our girl, Miss Ever Janet Stein, realize that she was stuck in the algorithm. Like she thought she. Figured it out really Real, quickly. She's like,
2: wait a second, like, why are you making me crepes?
0: Where, where is <laughs> I my love son? how intelligent she was for that. So smart so quick. <laughs> Everyone else, kind of Chase and uh, Carolina, they took their time, but Janet was so quick, and it was so cool to see her kind of like walk a- over the pool and try to escape. That was yeah. really. Granted, cool. She's not- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she really yes. is. But I loved seeing that, and I, I just, I, I just love seeing how knowing the fact that. Pride kind of looked down on her because she was just a housewife, but yet she went to school. She has so much intellect within her and she was transcribing the algorithm. You know, she was like, she played such a crucial role, you know, last season. And I I just, I don't know. She's so underrated to me.
2: I'm going to pose a question actually because I think it's interesting that Ivan asked. So, do we think that Chase has a damsel in distress complex because of his hallucination? Dream hinted it that way <laughs> yeah. in the algorithm. However, the only reason I can think of him not being in that way is because he didn't like that Gert. He wanted right. the Gert who was aggressive. Sassy. Yeah. Sassy, aggressive, amazing, smart, intelligent. I think he was just feeling
1: guilty, you know what I mean? I I really feel like the reason why this was his dream sequence wasn't for the whole, like, come save me, I need a hero, but it was like, I'm the reason why the whole group is in this mess now. Right. And he has, obviously, a strong attachment and relationship with Gert. So I think that's just how that played out. Mm -hmm. It's kind of
0: like a nightmare where everyone had dream sequences. He had a nightmare because he, quote-unquote, betrayed last season. Everyone sees him as a traitor of joining Pride and whatnot. So that's probably why, like, you mentioned his guilt.
3: I... let
0: transition into a nightmare form.
3: I actually agree with Ivan in the chat because I, when I was
2: watching (laughs) it,
3: I really did feel that. I really felt like, oh, this is like really exposing uh, his inner self. But I do think that this was a less evolved version of Chase. And I think in our dreams, our dreams are the less evolved versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's our subconscious. It's the very like raw, real forms of ourselves that we can't necessarily control. It's just whatever comes out. And I think a very common theme with Chase is this feeling of wanting to be needed. So he wants to have validation from his father. He wants to feel closer to his mother. He doesn't really have a place of belonging. Even, like, early on in season one, he's the popular kid yeah. that feels like he still doesn't belong in some ways. Because
0: he's, he's also very smart. Yeah. And he he he's, is very smart. He's a whiz with the gadgets and whatnot. He, he's mysticons. very smart,
3: but he's not necessarily known for that because of his physical appearance. Right. He's kind of, like, reduced to this... You know, hot guy, the job the, the way you know the outside world looks at him, so I think when he he was looking at Gert and Gert kept saying, "Save me, save me," I think that was him wanting to be needed. He has such a profound love for Gert. But the more evolved version of him is like, no, this isn't the real Gert. Gert would never want to be safe. <laughs> and I think he has like grown up a lot and realized, no, I really love how Gert is. I love that she doesn't need me, but that I can still add value to her life, but she doesn't need me. I'm right. just a nice addition. So I love, I love that. that his dreams are very
2: different from how he is in real life. I would top, uh, know, top that. Also, this is Nicholas Kelly's question, not Ivan, my bad guys. Um, the top one of that is the fact that like, you were saying that, <laughs> you like, he doesn't, like, Gert doesn't need him. I think that's the difference when you get in a relationship. It's not about a need. I don't need you in, a, in my life to be a stronger person, but I want you, and that is the difference. Mm-hmm. I want you to be a part of my life. It's very that's different v- when something is going out of That's so, that so profound. That's so simple, yet <laughs> that's mean, so profound. Come on,
0: drop a mic. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, <laughs> don't but, drop I, that I, mic. Don't drop that. <laughs>
2: but, I, but I think it's really, I think it's really true. Especially, I think, as we get older, we start to learn it's not about needing this person. Right. I don't need like especially if you're you know you're in love with yourself and you know who you are as a person, you don't necessarily need another person to make you happy, but because you want them, that makes a difference. Right.
0: I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. All right, though, another dream sequence though. Not to, not to like end on like a really interesting note. But what was up with Nico getting into like this kind of like dark dimension with Miss Thing and her cleavage? The- Miss Thing came up being very mysterious, uh but she was a baddie. So what were your thoughts on that? We also saw AWOL, a character who kind of, like, you know, was, he, dismissed. He was dismissed. So what were your thoughts on this whole scene? Because it was very brief, yet very mysterious. And friend or foe, I know that's more predictions, but it was very, it stood out to me, this episode, Smoke and Mirrors, because that was a lot of, that was a show she put on. That was
2: quick. a Smoke and a Mirror. Like, she's like <laughs> she like, seriously, I think the title is very, adi- like, in-depth of what this right. episode is supposed to be about. Because even though her name is Morgana, obviously we learned that, uh, and she's played by Elizabeth Hurley. She actually is a villain in this season. And she seems like, you know, she's trying to help Miko, you know, learn her powers. And But, you know, she has her own ulterior motive, and mm-hmm. we don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like she's almost like like a wicked stepmother that you don't right. know you have yet.
0: But it's interesting because AWOL's there, who went missing last season. He didn't go
2: missing. She, like... Well, yeah. she ashed She's him away. I don't know where the ash went. <laughs> well, it, but the ash it went led him
0: into this dimension, and then Morgan's there. So I'm thinking, okay, is Morgan? Does that mean Morgan's stuck? Is she going to try to like, this is a predictions, but is she just kind of try to like Use mani- manipulate Nico into helping her or something? Oh, I can definitely. And see how that. is this? I just is interesting because how is this sorceress woman, this interesting baddie? How is she going to play into like this whole alien like plotline? You know, it's just interesting how we're getting sorcery, sorcery, and aliens. You know, granted this is runaways, we have a dinosaur running around, old ladies, <laughs> so I can't even say. But any more thoughts before we move on about I, Miss Morgan? I just want
3: to know what, where her alliances are. I mean, is she looking out for her own interest, or mm-hmm. is she aligned with the aliens? And like, I don't know if she's necessarily evil. Right. Like, I mean, what character evil. is evil
0: on this show? Yeah, because you know?
3: remember, like from the very beginning, from season one, we had this conversation with the. Cast. There's right. no such thing as like there are no good villains. and evil. There are no villains and it's really a sure perception. <laughs> Less <laughs> Less than 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 alien. But even in in that case, it's like, I mean, we're the aliens to the alien. Like we're the foreigners yeah. to them. They're trying to understand our way of life. So aren't we bad? I mean, they're inhabiting our bodies. But
2: like, oh, ain't you bad for having in my body? I didn't ask you to have me. Right? Like, let's like, right? be real clear. Like, like don't don't make the aliens look like they're some good people around yeah. here. They came to they came to my my solar planet and they killed multiple <laughs> they people. They killed what multiple saying, people to, and they, they have, have to, to kill to stay alive. What right?
3: I'm, yeah. What I'm saying is everybody looks out for their own self interest and from an evolutionary standpoint, you will do what's in the best interest for your species. So if anything is a threat to your species biologically speaking, you are going to annihilate them. Mm -hmm. So it's not about good or evil. It's about how do we, like, keep the species alive, (laughs) which is why they want to you know, take uh, uh, Carolina with right. them, too.
0: Maybe
2: they're gonna, like, bridge that divide. Ooh, but
0: I don't know. Stacy didn't like that. Stacey, Stacey, Stacey found Let's call her Mama Alien. That's
2: what <laughs> right. she is, okay? No, I, I still
0: can't. I mama. still love these characters. It's, I'm still calling them Tina, Victor, slash Jonah, and Tina Tina's daughter, Stacey. that's what I'm call her. Stacy finds out Carolina is the daughter of Jonah, so she is not here for Miss Carolina anymore. She, like, destroyed uh, her whole I am world. living for freaking Brittany as Tina, slash the daughter. Oh, my gosh. She like is so funny. Okay, so... As wait. this... Te- portraying this teenager. And I... But I, I'm not gonna lie. I miss Tina. I don't care. I miss Tina Menor so much.
2: Okay, so... We had we had Britney in and because if you have not, if you're not seen Revenge of the Bridesmaids, you need to check it out it's on Hulu um it should probably end up on Disney Plus one day okay but, but like runaways. that 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 was, no runaways. I have a point okay, okay I have a point
0: okay <laughs> let's wrap this up we got time I have minutes. a point
2: can I get to it real quick so if we if you looked at the character she played on that movie it's almost in a similar like and this movie was 10 years ago so the fact that like she still like her face is still the same her features like it's still the same innocence of of just like being a wide eyed person and still having your innocence attached to that I thought that was brilliantly done and I love her I think she's awesome she's like what is this like I'm taking a selfie. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I, like you have a self. Like that's what this song is for. Like you're for selfies. Millennial <laughs> problems. They're trying to survive. Is, They're trying like they to assimilate and
0: whatnot. But yeah. I really, speaking of, like you just said, innocence. I mean, Molly was the character that we were talking about earlier about how she used emotion to get through Stacy in this episode, and I thought that was so nice to see Stacy. I love Stacy. Come back. Stacy yes. and the alien mom are two completely different characters. They're on different sides of the spectrum, and I love Stacy so much. So to see her just kind of like be influenced. By Molly and the emotion, by the little hairband mm-hmm. that was that she wore when she yeah. was three. You know, she's had that like her mom, her actual biological mother gave her that hairpin, and that was so beautiful to see. And I loved their little little mini reunion, despite that. So, what were your thoughts on kind of like I... emotion actually did conquer <laughs> uh, the evil? Yes. I did alien. A couple not hours.
3: interpret it that way really? at all. Really? I literally thought it was the alien. Coming up with a new strategy to no, form no. that's literally what I thought. <laughs> no. Because the whole time I was on edge. I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like, wait, there's no way that the real Stacy just came back. I'm I'm not buying it for a second. I feel like this is another strategy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's truly in there. I think this is just their interpretation <laughs> because the alien inhabiting the body is so powerful mm-hmm. that how is just one object going to trigger the power. That's
2: what Evan said, like the only way to maybe even defeat the right. alien within is a powerful surge of emotion mm-hmm. and obviously the mom isn't prone to compassion or empathy mm-hmm. right. and that's what Stacy actually is so the fact that she sees this 3 year old some years ago little <laughs> paperclip, clip and she, like oh my gosh this is actually Molly mm-hmm. first of all also the fact that she kept that for hours, because but she left in the daytime. Somehow she went up into the mountains. She did, and bolt, like, right she
0: bolted. I
2: was like, how did she get there? She, so
0: yeah, she no left. Car. She left. The right? other.
2: <laughs> like no car. Like, did you hitchhike, Stacy? <laughs> I got She, she Ubered.
0: She lifted. Y'all, L. A. <laughs> like
2: she, she, she. I love the fact she's like, no, it's me. It's really me, Honeybee. Like you're a mm. little crazy, Honeybee. You will just like shoot people. Like it's then okay. Can tranquilize me. Like, <laughs> okay. I'm trying to tell you how to win today. You better listen. And then she was just like, you prepare to die, okay? I was like, dang it.
0: Okay, but also, speaking of dying and death, our girl Catherine kind of took a life last season, and they're kind of paying for the repercussions, the Wilders, which is kind of a bummer. You know, Catherine is kind of reduced to this character who's her back is up against the wall now. You know, she used to be so strong, and both of the Wilders, and they're in trouble with the law, obviously. So what were your thoughts on Catherine kind of wanting to confess and whatnot? Because that was major. I was like, damn. I thought she was more crafty than that.
2: It was the only was, option, right? I mean, it was the only option, and then... I think she's tired. That scene made me cry. Like, I was actually... I got emotional about it, because it's just... Like, she's like, my choices led us to this. If I never got us involved with Jonah, we wouldn't be here right now. Mm-hmm. And now she's feeling that remorse. Like, your, my son is turning into me. Obviously, or whatever's in him is turning into me. I don't know whichever, how that's going to end up, because <laughs> I don't know who the sun is but it was so emotional I don't think I've ever seen like that vulnerability on Catherine in that way in the entire three seasons until now so that was awesome I also see Jeffrey just be like I love you like you can clearly say he still loves her even though it's hard right now killed
0: Darius despite that she knows that she did that wrong last season and she's paying for it now and she has to own her fault and make that wrong a right by turning herself in because Jeffrey didn't kill anyone well
2: I mean, not this <laughs> After years of sacrificing children,
0: but he didn't kill Darius, because that was his... I don't
2: think he's killed anybody besides the kids. like Right.
0: But, like, in terms of Darius, and them, you know, he didn't do it. It was Catherine, and she is really ballsy of her to really own up to that and turn herself in.
2: Also,
1: you know, she really does want her family back. Right. Yeah. So, at she's this point, them. she's like, if I continue down this path, we're going to still have the same result. So, now I'm going to have to do something that's super huge, super big, and just take... Take the L mm-hmm. for everyone, and maybe, right. maybe then we'll be able to be a family again. Because
2: mm-hmm. Jeffrey also said, like you've been able to always get out of things without your, like your name coming in, like coming into it, right? So, I mean, for I think this is the big step for her and for him to see. I'm t- I'm I'm done letting other people take my fault. So take my take my L's. I'm Could we done. agree that maybe this is
1: one character that's tired of running?
0: Mm, mm-hmm. I like that. At some point, yeah. you gotta stop. Yeah. You gotta catch your breath. Oh, <laughs> boring! <mean>, it's So <laughs> profound. I love it here. Oh my gosh, this is why you're on the panel. That's why all y'all on the panel because you, you really do great such, I mean, great, just great discussion. It's, I
2: mean, you can only run so far. I mean, even the kids, even the kids, like they had to find shelter. Like you can only run. I mean, so far with before your past or your uh, whatever decisions you made, whatever choices you made in life are going to come knock on your door. Yeah, because whatever's done in the dark always comes to the light, regardless of. What you're dealing with in your life. That
0: and the fact that your kid turn, or your kid was the one who turned the tables on you. Right after all these years of kind of lying to your kids and manipulating them, it was Alex who kind of turned the tables and got them both, you know, locked up. Well, not both locked up, but both arrested. So she she has no other choice at this point. Um, but also, someone who doesn't have much of a choice is Leslie. Mm-hmm. Our girl Leslie, real quick, she was about to pop. I don't know about that ending scene. <laughs> that made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Pregnancy is a beautiful thing, but also when it's glowing, your belly's glowing, and she is having all these cramps. It, it, made me, like... it made me so nervous. So any more thoughts on that, or do you want to save that for pr- pr- predictions? Because our girl Leslie, I just feel like she's so vulnerable. She's big. She's ready to pop. She has an <laughs> alien inside of her.
2: I know. Like, I don't think... After they left, they didn't even mention Leslie. Like, you just forgot you got a pregnant woman at your hideout. <laughs> this whole time, you don't know when she it's, gonna pop. She's screaming. She almost goes into labor, like... She's like, she's like, Nico, <laughs> Zabby, <Zavid? laughs> anybody, <laughs> Molly, <laughs> okay, I'm just go I, I can get myself to the hospital, it's so
1: good. <laughs> that's actually quite interesting, how did she pull that
0: one off, but... I really mm-hmm. like, did she call a lift to
2: pick her up? i something. so that's, I think
0: that's what she did, because she, she ended up at the hospital, right? She, so, yeah, yeah,
2: like, at the oh, hospital, man. and if I would have saw the nurse get up so quickly I would, like, I would do the same thing what you see like let me find out oh the, okay just, I'm just gonna put my shirt down just, it's yeah. okay I'll have a home birth <laughs> you know just i just have a home birth it's, it's gonna be okay just give me some hot water I mean
0: yeah when your belly looks like a light bright you kind of have to <laughs> try to get out of there what uh, so they but, call the police on you. <laughs> oh, no. A- any more thoughts before we get to some news? Because Shay's going to drop a bomb on us. Oh, okay. Do you want to just go ahead and rip the band-aid off? We've been, we've been hinting at it, y'all. Okay, so unfortunately, guys, if
2: you do not know this information, the biggest news of Runaways is that this is the v final season. Oh! <laughs> yeah. me.
0: <laughs> me. Me. That was me reading the headlines when they this came out. This is the out.
2: final season of Runaways, because you know they're having some little men- managerial situations at Marvel. So this is the last season. But it's going to be a good last season. The only thing I was shocked by the fact that we have... Every season been 13 episodes. Yeah. Why did you end me on 10?
0: I mean, maybe they thought that we were going to get more seasons, you know? True. Which... Ugh. But they better... It just better be an amazing season. I'm, it's so bittersweet talking about this, but... Ugh, any more thoughts? its It's been such an amazing three seasons. I mean, we're not even done with this season, so I can't complain, but... It's I feel sad. like I feel
3: like people always say that it's the final season and that Marvel is done but there's always spin-off shows there's always right. you know cross-breeding there so we never right. know if Marvel Runaways is gonna end up in a huge Marvel franchise movie I mean alongside I would the like Avengers to. who knows I would, I would like
0: I really want that to happen it's just uh, my heart is kind of saying no at this point because of like the things with like the Netflix originals and Jessica Jones Air Devils, those never they haven't resurfaced yet so right it right. just I, I want it to I want it to be a season four maybe the Fans can read. Do a yeah. hashtag. Do a, do a Kickstarter. this is
2: Veronica Mars. Do a Kickstarter. Right. A, keep keep, keep it going. Always
0: hope you guys. Hashtag season four. Well, oh, that was the
2: end. <laughs> that, was, that was inside Pandora's box. I think all the way at the bottom. All they have. Is <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna keep hoping lot
0: <laughs> Well, until then, we before we wrap up, I do want to get to our special segment really quick about. Highlighting a very special character from the comics that we were introduced this season, this episode, which was Morgan Le Fay. She she already told us that it's Miss. Elizabeth Hurley.
2: Elizabeth Hurley, you've seen her in things like Serving Sarah, Mm -hmm. the Royals, Mm -hmm. and now she's coming to play a villain in the best possible
0: way. And Morgan, she is an immortal, and she has ties to Dr. Doom actually, in the comics. She was a former lover of him, and you know, she's been a a villain to the Avengers. She's been a villain to what's that that girl's name? Jessica Drew, which is Spider Woman. So she's been you know, she's she's been having, she's been tangling with some of our heroes. She's going to be Tangling with our runaway, with some ravens for I'm sure. Just like
2: I should, be, I would have been afraid if I was Nico. I saw the ravens. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well, the, technically, the signal of ravens are is death. I mean, it's like right. a whole, it's a whole bunch of right. other things, but death is prominent when you see a mm-hmm. raven. So if I would see some her wings are ravens and she turns some ravens, I would legit think maybe she's trying to lure me to mm-hmm. my death. It's nothing good. And
0: she can cast <laughs> illusions. She can kind of control spirits, mystical bolts. She has an arsenal of sorcery, which is so cool because I feel like a lot of things have been grounded in the series, which is fine, but it's. We've had aliens and kind of like scientific like methods and whatnot, which is cool. So it's going to be really cool to see more magic, especially I think that's going to really expand Nico's role. So I'm super excited about that. Any more thoughts before we unfortunately wrap up this episode one after show?
2: Um, so let's get to episode two. Nine, n-
0: nine more episodes, y'all. Okay, so until then, we're going to find my amazing Runaways on social media. <laughs> and, you know, soon in a couple minutes on this episode two.
2: <laughs> you guys can find me at Real Shea Jones on Twitter and Instagram. The Disney Christmas show called Disney All the Way Christmas on our 24-7 Christmas network. And High School Musical, The Musical, the series after show on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Hey,
3: everyone. I'm Mina. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mina Makes Magic, And you can catch me every Friday here for Anatomy of a Movie, <laughs> where we break down two movies a week. It's super fun. Make sure to tune in.
1: I'm Lauren B. Mosley. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lauren B. Mosley. You can also catch me on Wednesdays on Vikings here at AfterBuzz.
0: Yes, and I'm Ollie Jenin. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ollie Dreamer, and also follow my cosplay page because I'm a nerd at Ollie Ollie <laughs> yeah, right. cosplay Cosplays. And sometimes I do Marvel cosplays. But until then, we're about to start episode two of season three of Runaways After Show. See you soon, Bye, guys.